0: The brewers are doing. Come on and cheer us, superstars. And that one's deep. Right Christian has tied it. You are Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. You can find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks, personal Twitter handle, also at Lockdown Brewers, the show handle. So give us a follow and uh, lots of retweet action, lots of hashtag stuff happening. Uh, day in, day out there, so check us out at those Twitter handles. Also, Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers, and uh, we give you your daily Brewers fix. Uh, excuse me, daily Brewers fix. I turned my mic down. I don't know why I did that. Uh, the daily Brewers fix here through the off season and into uh, the 2020 season here for the Brewers. And tomorrow on the show, we are going to have Kyle Leshneski from Brew Crew Ball on to talk about the Brewers and uh, just a, a synopsis of what they're doing the postseason, uh, excuse me, the offseason. And, uh, you know, get his take on what's left here, what's going to happen, or or is there at least something that's going to happen? <laughs> or multiple things from David Stearns that, that he's going to pull off uh, that are going to happen. You would have to believe... Uh, just based on history, that you can say, hey, we trust in David. Uh, and, <laughs> that that phrase used to be apropos with Packer fans. Remember, trust in Ted uh, with Ted Thompson, all the controversy and the frustration because he wouldn't go make moves. Well, that's not Stearns. And Stearns has delivered on so many moves, of course, also delivering what should be a two-time MVP uh, <laughs> to the Milwaukee Brewers in Christian Yelich with the, the great 2018-2019 seasons. So... That's the crown jewel, but he's made a lot of other very good moves as well. And I would argue that even the moves he's made in this offseason have been good. It's just, you know, can you do something to solidify maybe a little shakiness on offense, especially at that third base position? And then what about, you know, starting pitching or beyond with your, your bullpen to shore it up? What will he do here in the next month and a half before? Uh, spring training begins for the Brewers, or during spring training. So uh, that'll be sort of the topic of conversation, get Kyle's take on that uh, tomorrow. Kyle Leshneski from Brew Crew Ball, so looking forward to that. Uh, But the the news coming out uh, from yesterday was that Craig Council and the Brewers agreed to a three-year contract extension. It was such a non-issue that I didn't even realize. <laughs> I honestly, didn't even realize that Craig Council was in the final year, entering what would have been a lame duck season here for the Brewers. And I didn't. Uh, I know that I'm. Again, I, I'm sure that it got uh, mentioned in articles and talked about and that sort of thing, but I never even caught it uh, because it's such a it's such a no-brainer that the Brewers would, you know, extend him, and they need they do. Forty-nine years old doesn't look a day over twenty-six. <laughs> they extend his contract through twenty-twenty-three. If he serves it out, he'll be the longest tenured Brewers manager, uh, in in franchise history, beating Phil Garner. And it it makes total sense. I mean, the whole story of Craig Council is great. You know the fact that he he was born in in South Bend, Indiana, but he you know moved to Milwaukee. His dad worked in the Brewers front office. He Hung out around the club during the the World Series year and and the uh, the playoff years there in the early 80s and big fan of the Mount Yalter, uh, <laughs> the uh, Yount, Molitor, Gantner squads and you know his heart and souls in Milwaukee. The great ad that the Brewers put out with him a couple of years ago, where you know he's talking about I am you, this is me too. It means more to me because this is my team. I mean, it's such a great fit. Uh, And it always has been. And I, you know, people, I know fans are fans, and and I am too. Obviously, he'll make moves as a manager that don't pan out. That stuff with managers is so rarely the thing that makes or breaks a manager. You know, you put your players in position. You have players for a reason. You have guys who you go to, and you have to go to them when it's time to go to them. And, of course, the the latest being, the most recent example being uh, Josh Hader, you know, and and some people. Now, I don't think a lot of people, but some people were saying, well, "Why don't you get rid of him or pull him when you knew he didn't have it against the Nationals in that wild card game?" And that's a tough place to be. I think he was a batter or two away from doing that, but you know, he had a he had what Lyles warming up in the bullpen. It's a tough place to be because how many times do you see a guy come in and ten pitches into an inning looks terrible, and then he figures it out and he blows away, you know, the the rest of the hitters, and they had two outs. And he's facing a lefty, you know, and and so he got beat and he didn't have it. And it's tough, but, you know, as a manager, you you set the game up perfectly. Craig Council that night, as he so often, you know, did in September and so often does, he set that game up perfectly, exactly the way he wanted to. He wanted to go to his stud, his reliever of the year, his all-star to close out the game. For two innings, which he had done many times, and he had it set up perfectly, and it didn't work out. And is that on council? Well, I think most rational people say no. It's on Hater, right? Uh, Hater, you know, blew it a little bit on Trent Grisham, I suppose. So they shipped him out of town. <laughs> but no, it's on Hater, and, and you know, you see that from time to time. I, I just and people say, well, why don't you bunt? You know, that's a, a common one too. You know, yeah, I, it's a difference in philosophy. Fine. Uh, and, and some people still will, bunt. it doesn't happen very much around the league, though, or around Major League Baseball anymore. So I don't think that's a council thing either. You look at the analytics that he and David Stearns work together to to use with this team, the shifting. You know, it's a real team effort between him and Stearns. You look at uh, his his record in September, and it'll be very interesting, I think, for the Brewers. The rosters expand, what, by two players this year in September as opposed to potentially 40. The Brewers would only have you know somewhere in the mid 30s up the last couple of September's, but Council was just far and away. I mean, September came the last couple of years, and he was lights out as a manager. I mean, last year was ridiculous. You know, you need a little luck to be that good, but the year before, the run to chase down the Cubs and win the division, and then run out to the you know within a game of the World Series. That's you know great tactician by Craig Council when he gave him expanded rosters. It's not like he had an unfair advantage. Everybody in baseball has expanded rosters, and and Craig Council was able to use it uh, those couple of years and and just be incredible in September. And and so we'll see what happens this year in September. But I just – look, if you couldn't tell from listening to this podcast or this show, I'm a huge fan of Craig Council. I love love the story that he's a Wisconsin guy, that he's a Milwaukee guy, that he's got not only a player, the scrappy kid that – you know finds his way into major league baseball but has a successful career, wins two world series, comes back, helps the Brewers get to the playoffs in two different years, comes back to manage the team when I don't know if a lot of people, you know, especially outside the organization thought that was going to be the case. They knew he was working in the front office, but then in 2015, a month in to a, you know, a disastrous season, he moves down to the the field to take the managerial spot. And you know, doesn't look back. And now, again, I, I would, barring anything unforeseen, I would absolutely expect him to finish out this contract and beyond it. I don't think Craig Council has his eye on other prizes. You know, I don't think he's trying to get to L.A. or New York, right? This is his home. This is I, – I don't know. I wonder, you know, if it, if it ends at some point here, whenever it ends in Milwaukee, because he is, by the way, the longest tenured manager now in the National League, which is just flabbergasting, you know, because it's been – almost five years, and that puts him at the longest, and he's almost the longest in Major League Baseball as well. I think just a couple of guys in the in the American League are longer. Bob Melvin at the A's since 2011 is longer, and then a couple of guys, I think, since 2013, but Council's right there uh, with 2015. I mean, it, it is such a high turnover position in Major League Baseball, and the fact that he took a rebuilding project, you know, again, a month into the season in 2015— worst year there of course finished 61 and 76 under his watch and then 73 and 89 for the team in 2016 and then a 2017 team that people maybe hoped could go 500 maybe he puts him at 10 games over a game out of the playoffs and then of course 2018 96 and 67 to within game 7 of the world series or game 7 of uh, the two game 7 of the NLCS and within a game of the world series and then last year to the playoffs again when they looked dead in the water. I mean, pretty good. His overall record, 405 and 381. You know, if he finishes the contract uh, there's with the, the team they have, even if it's been disappointing uh, as far as the off is concerned, you know, there's no reason to, to believe that he won't uh, within two years here catch and pass Phil Garner for the most wins and do it, you know, inside of the time Garner did and continue to have a winning record. I mean – it's great, and I just love the fact that Council is you know, is in Milwaukee and doing the job he's doing and, and seems to have this team year in and year out buying in, playing together, understanding their roles, each and every guy on the team, buying into the analytics systems they use. You're going to have to do it again this year because there's going to be a lot of guys that are in and out of the lineup, right? Day in, day out, Ryan Braun playing first, Eric Sogard probably playing the whole infield, maybe in the same game. Uh, maybe the same at bat, who knows, you know, there'll be a lot of shifting. Urias, Arcia, Healy, you know, Smoke. I mean, there's going to be a lot of transition and guys will have to buy into their roles, but Council's been able to do that. And it's way easier said than done. It's a philosophy in Milwaukee. I was watching a clip, uh, I think it was on Brewers.com last night, but guys at the MLB network announcing the news that he'd, he'd been extended and talking about how you know, these Milwaukee teams, you don't expect a ton out of them, and then all of a sudden they're in contention every year. And you know, I think that may be overstating it a bit. They do have, again, an MVP caliber player, an MVP player who keeps you know churning out MVP seasons for a couple of years here in Christian Yelich, and no reason to expect that won't continue this year, in his prime. You have a savvy veteran in Ryan Braun. You have obviously a defensive stud and a guy who is looking to rebound offensively in Kane and. The up and comer in Hira, one bona fide, you know, number one to ace starter in Brandon Woodruff. So they've got some pieces. So I wouldn't say that you wouldn't expect them or be flabbergasted that they contend. But you know, again, how many teams in baseball do this? Forget the fact that you know last year was the first time a, a single manager has led the Brewers to back to back playoff appearances. Only the second time in franchise history they went to the playoffs in back to back years. And so you know, not a lot of teams in baseball even go back-to-back years. You know, even the even the big market teams. Look at the Cubs. You know, now they went for a few years in a row, but last year missed out. So, you know, it's it's really been a great story for Council, and uh, I'm a huge fan and love the fact that <laughs> that this extension was signed. And I didn't even realize that they needed to sign him to an extension because it just you know you never even worried about it. You never even gave it a second thought uh, that that this would be the deal and. And uh, he's coming in. But I just love that stat that he's the longest tenured manager in the National League. He hasn't even managed five full seasons. I mean, that's really something, isn't it? It says a lot about baseball and the turnover that you have. It's maybe more than any other sport. You know, there's high turnover, obviously, in, in football. There's high turnover in every professional sport, basketball. But baseball, uh, you know, you know, the longest guy in the entire league hasn't even managed ten years yet in 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 Melvin at Oakland. It's amazing. So, uh, it's good news. It's it's worth just a a dedicated podcast here to recognize, you know, what Craig Council has done, and he is a guy that you know. Again, it's about players. It's about talent. It's about man. It's about you know constructing a roster that can work for this Brewers team. Hopefully, they're not done. Uh, it was indicated when the club announced it I think that uh, that Stearns had some availability uh, to the media and suggested that you know they're not done making moves in the offseason so that's at least encouraging I hope they're not done Craig Council said uh, he expects you know that he expects uh, David Stearns to make moves every day of the year uh, so he's expecting more moves here in this offseason so we'll see one thing I would say too uh, just in regards to that is uh, What's interesting about it is just the, the the relationship between Council and David Stearns and how the Brewers named him the manager, talking about Council, in May of 2015. They didn't hire Stearns till the end of that year. And so usually when that happens, you're thinking, well, okay, Stearns is going to make his move. But the Brewers, according to the stories, uh, said to Stearns, you can't fire this guy. You can't bring in your own guy. He's your guy. Usually that's not going to end well. It's it's ended greatly here. I guess it's not ended yet, but it's worked out fantastic, right? Between these two. Again, criticize, if you will, the Brewers not going after and, and signing, you know, big contract players. Okay, but you can't argue with the fact that these two have worked really well in context together and uh and done great for the Brewers. So uh, I, I'm happy to see it. I'm just happy to pause and take a minute and recognize it. Again, it's not earth shattering news by any means, but it's just, you know, again, recognize what Council's done. That the the Brewers, you know, you look at what they have this year and you look at the National League Central and you think, well, you know, if they can put together something to contend again, and if they can find their way into the postseason three years in a row has never been done. And uh you know, it's it's pretty remarkable. And I think Craig Council is a huge part of that. I don't I still can't quantify I don't know if anyone can how much credit you give a manager in baseball. You know, I think a coach in the NFL can make a huge difference. Uh, the NBA a little bit. I think, you know, the Bucs coach Budenholzer, has made a big difference, but you know, in college basketball and football, they make a, a big difference by setting the the tone and the mindset and the strategy. Baseball's not a X's and O's game where you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be too superior. Now Again, the Brewers are maybe a little bit more and, and along with some other clubs in this era with the shifting and some of the, the moves and the, the bullpen management and, and the whole strategy of going to the bullpen earlier, you know, not averaging five innings a start, really interesting stuff there. But it still legs behind some of the other sports from an X's O's no standpoint where you need a tactician out there. But having guys buy into roles, having a pitching staff that understands as starters, you're going to be pulled in the fifth or before, and not having dissension on the team. That's really, you know, again, that's it's not too common. So uh, I think it's really good with Craig Council and just the kind of the backwards way that he was hired before Stearns, but the success has been there. So it's pretty cool. Uh, so anyway, we'll uh, we'll pick up more on that later, and uh, also discuss uh, what's coming up with the Brewers here. Uh, We'll come back, wrap up this edition of Lockdown Brewers. That's next. You are Lockdown Brewers. Well, now comes a point in the podcast every day where I tell you about the other Wisconsin Lockdown podcasts and how good they are. Uh, Great analysis uh, on Lockdown Bucks. I listen to it every day. Lockdown Packers, great time to listen. I think it's the Peter was saying uh, that it's the number one team-specific podcast or right up there. Uh, in the whole country right now cuz Packer fans are as we know great uh listening to lockdown Packers so that's good and then and then obviously lockdown Badgers uh gut wrencher last night in Madison for the basketball team they uh got beat by Illinois. Ooh. Illinois looks good this year but ugh. uh hate to lose to Illinois. Hate losing Ill- to Illinois. I hate it. Uh so anyway, they uh they are uh Still having a good year or trying to have a good year. It'll be very interesting in the Big Ten. But you can listen to all that stuff, the Bucks, the Packers, the Badgers, the Brewers, with the Locked On Quad Fectra here in Wisconsin and your Locked On podcast. So uh, subscribe, tune in, and enjoy as we move through the winter and into the spring with all of the Locked On podcasts uh, that are Wisconsin team specific. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow, like I said, with Kyle Leshneski of Brew Crew Ball. It's uh, it's interesting with him. I, I think uh, I'll talk to him a little bit about this, but he's he's always been a big Junior Garrett guy, and that that is one move, certainly. You know, you talk about Stearns and making the moves and trusting in David Stearns. I don't understand still why you would have let go of Junior Garrett. I don't think it would have cost you that much. You were cutting a ton of payroll. Uh, not understanding, but we'll get Kyle's take on that. He was. He was pretty crushed by it, I think, because he's a big Junior Guerra fan. So we'll talk to him about that and just kind of get his feel for it. But what does he think of the other moves, all the other moves the Brewers have made? Uh, through trades, through some free agent signings, what is he seeing here? If the Brewers don't make any more moves or any major moves the rest of the way here, you know, how's he seeing 2020 shaping up for the crew? So we'll talk to him about that tomorrow and, of course, uh, next week. Some good podcasts ahead, as well as we'll get some opinions from different Brewers fans or different Brewers, uh, uh, you know, covered, uh, guys who cover the team. I want to get some perspective on some of these new players from people who covered them either last year and previous years, So we'll work on that here and get you some of that more insight as this uh, off-season rolls along as well. That's up next week and in week ahead weeks ahead uh, as well here on Lockdown Brewers. So that'll do it for the Thursday edition, but uh, be sure again to join us tomorrow when uh, Kyle Leshneski joins us from com. Looking forward to that. You can find me always as always on uh, Twitter at Head Talks also at Lockdown Brewers. Or Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. Do me a favor, go and rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you can rate and review. Tell a friend about Lockdown Brewers as well. And as always, thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on Himalaya as well as Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown Brewers. I'm Ben Larson. Talk to you tomorrow when we deliver your daily Brewers fix right here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.